to win in style, we've done it for a while, it's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to Season 6, Episode 4 of Echoes of Glory. I'm ASD, who are you? Abbas. Who are you? Dan. Who are you? Gareth. Right, this is this is like take six, so uh, I'm getting... We've, we've had many, many uh, malfunctions of equipment, so we're, we're not going to bash the table, we're not going to do anything, we're just going to stay static. Um, Gareth, you're, you're just about to have a baby. Yeah, even more so than when we first started recording, essentially. <laughs> yeah. um, it's it's the first. It's not it's not an old baby. It's a new baby. It's in the new school year. Are you happy about that? Very. Yeah. We know it's a first world problem, but you've got to take into account these uh, school years, and we're just glad we've held on until September. So we're golden from now on. Kushti, um, and new Dan. We didn't call you new Dan before. It's nice to nice to be able yeah, to give you your proper title. Um, let, I don't want to spend too much time on Liverpool because we've talked about it four times already. <laughs> but also, like it's in the past now. Um, Abbas, can you sum up Liverpool? Because we've got loads of questions from the listeners. Um, lucky to escape with a point. Yeah. Um, we were poor, turned up the last twenty minutes, but Liverpool should have been out of sight by then. How would you have changed it? Like, if know, knowing now what you know now, what how would you have changed it going into it? Um, probably would have started with Janssen. Janssen and, instead and, of <sighs> Kane. Ali, Ericsson, Ericsson's poor at the moment. Ericsson is poor. Um, I'm reading. I'm reading. There's a new contract on the table. Yeah, I've um, heard that. But yeah, probably Ericsson. Probably going to up top. And knowing what we know now, probably going to start the Walker because he was ill. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then we'll, so, yeah, we've got loads of questions from the listeners, so we'll just go straight yeah. into it. So, John Dorks from the Facebook you know, right page says Potch seems you know, to like to have beasts cover, in the midfield, e.g., Wanyama and Sissoko. His question is Would a creative right, player like Isco have been a better choice to provide the killer passes, or will Sissoko's probing strong runs prove more effective? Good question. <laughs> have you got a good answer? <laughs> uh, I think. Isco. Yeah, well, theoretically, to have a player like Isco would have made a, a statement as well. It's a statement of mm. intent and ambition, yeah. and he is creative, and he probably would have inspired those front players around him as well to have stepped up a little bit. Whether or not he would become more effective or just be a passenger in the side, you, mm. you don't know. I, I think we're at a stage where you can't fault work rate and, and effort certainly not initially and then if that doesn't turn into something more creative then then you can't just be a team that runs yeah, up and yeah. down a lot that's not really going to get you very much yeah I remember sorry Dan no. I remember Ferguson saying um, he's or someone from a Ferguson team said the no one was allowed to go past the player the only players who were allowed to go past the player were wingers everyone else had to play within themselves um, do we have that do we have the role of those two central midfielders is to break up and move forward quickly and then the front three is the, the creative spark and would this go fitted in there or in the deeper bit? I reckon he would have probably fitted... Well, he, he probably would have been able to like play, play in a forward role mm. but like just behind so I'm thinking a direct, direct replacement for Ericsson give him some competition. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's where I see it as well. Because at the moment, you know, Ericsson's been poor and we don't have anyone to ready replace him in that position. Would you play Lamella there? Now we've got Nkudu. 
It's worth a go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth a go. I think he's got the best through ball of any player I've seen at Spurs for a long time, Lamella. I think Isco. I know it's hypothetical, but I think he would have been wasted in that deep line role, especially when we've invested so much in making sure we've got really effective players in those positions. And Spurs are still learning their trade as as real top draw competitors, I think. And and having two destroyers who are both capable though well all, all three of them whether it's Dembele who's less of a destroyer but a bit more enigmatic yeah. I suppose but whether it's Dembele Dyer or Wanyama they're all capable of bringing the ball forward they're, not, they're not just you're they're not, not putting Sissoko in there oh, Sissoko as well yeah but they're not just capable of winning the ball and passing it away like a Sandro or a Palacios yeah. was in the past. We've we've got more dimensions to those players now, but I don't. I think Isco would have been very much a luxury in that position, where he would have expected to have the ball as a first receiver every time it was won by the other guy who's doing all the work. Yeah. And is he going to have the ability to find people from deep? He, I mean, Perlo's one of the few that does that, isn't he? Yeah, I don't think you would have taken Dembele. Out that t- and Dyer out that team. I couldn't see no. taking one of them two out. No, when they're both when it when got start eleven, I can't see it. And then I, he would play for. Definitely yeah, play for I don't him. think and there's any changes to our starting eleven from the the purchases. And Kudu, Janssen maybe, but no at the moment. Not definitely so, not in Kudu. I don't see that. So you're saying that when Dembele's fit, it's Wanyama that drops out. Yes. Yeah, I'd go. For I'd me. go with that. So, the, yeah, I agree. Really agree yeah. I th- Wish stronger. Do you, go on. Do you disagree? Well, do you not think Dembele's got it in his locker that if you need to put pressure on Ericsson that he could? I'll play step a, up that way. A position further up the field. He gives. He gives more physical presence, mm. and you've still got the the breaking up. Yes, ability I do. Of the two Absolutely. guys behind. Absolutely. I get different strokes, different folks. I guess they're just different. When you've got a team like Palace who put everyone behind the ball, Dembele would be further up. Maybe naturally, anyway, but. We lose a potential dead ball threat, though, by doing that. We've got Lamella, and to be fair, Ericsson's dead ball set piece has been patchy. Ericsson would be the last one to drop. I would drop out those front three of Ali and Lamella, though. I would drop Ali first, then Lamella, then Ericsson. But then I've got rose tinted spectacles. But if someone can make something happen for me, it's Ericsson. I I would have thought. My my opinion has been that Ali was the one that made things happen just because he was yeah. willing to run ahead of the strikers. He was willing to take the ball a bit deeper, put it off and, and end up in the box. I, Ericsson and Lamella to me still seem like players that think that their work is done outside the penalty box yeah, and seem a little bit reluctant to get in there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Lamella's changing that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I he, he scored that header against Everton, didn't he? He's, He's getting into those positions, yeah. but uh, Ericsson's got an engine. He didn't. He played in Europe most games. Yeah. When we rotated, Ericsson was still on that starting eleven last year. He seemed to play in almost every team. I think that's one of the benefits as well as pulling out of tackles, which he does a lot. And he doesn't get injured. He doesn't have impact, and he doesn't. He doesn't get as knackered as other people might do. I, I have a lot of respect for him for doing that. You know, because he plays in every single game. Just a quick question. Mm-hmm. Five points on three games. Happy. That's like for it? like it's two more points than we had last yeah. year so I'll take it it's a build it's a build like game by game minute by minute I wish we could have um, beaten Everton you know the, the Everton might be there for the taking but 
I'm all right with it. And we were exactly the same the, points against the same opposition. I was going to say, and the same score. Yeah. So, I mean, the problem is now we're comparing ourselves to Man United, who were awful last season, and Chelsea, who are just smashing it. Same as City, like smashing it. Like We're not in that group now. Like it's, It'd be a mistake for us, I think, we're in that group. I, that's, that's where I... We've had favourable fixtures, though. If you look at the start, West Ham is a tough game. Yeah. But they're missing half their team. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. they're actually the perfect time to play them. Well, I was in our November, just just to tell you. So, I, in fact, I'll go Saturday, 29th of October, Leicester. Wednesday, the, Wednesday the 2nd, Bayer Leverkusen at Wembley. Arsenal away four days later, week off. And then we've got West Ham at White Hart Lane. Then three days later, we've got Monaco away. And then four days later, we've got Chelsea away as well. Like, it's a tough November. Like, really tough. Yeah, that is pretty tough. But, I mean... <laughs> there's three, three London derbies and two... And two Champions League and, games. And the champions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's quite difficult. Um, fine. Uh, if So John Dawkes goes on saying, if 30 million had suddenly become available... Um, could we have put it on Real Madrid's table and would it still so now be training? This is something I've, I... We have, so we have a WhatsApp group and this is something I mentioned quite a bit. Yeah. Why, why not just table the extra 5, 10 million and get Isco in rather than Sissoko? Why not buy Sissoko tw- two, three weeks ago as well so we can play in those games? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, it just has an air of a panic buy around it. It mm. really does. Yeah. I just don't see how... It's not... I mean... Well, let's get into this. Rebecca Braddock says, uh, friend of the show, Sissoko, where's the logic and is anyone excited about him? Where's the logic? I'm, I'm excited about the fact that Tottenham made a £30 million deadline day signing. And that's not because it's on the deadline as such, but it shows that we are willing to splash a bit of cash to be yeah. in amongst it. And do I think he's worth £30 million? To be honest, I really don't know. I mean, if he's as good as Kante for the same cost, then absolutely it's a bargain. But would I have preferred to have seen him go to Everton and us keep the money in our pocket? No. I mean, it's, it's not like some task on The Apprentice where you get points for the amount of money you've still got yeah. left at the end of the season. You, you don't get anything if you, if you don't spend it. And we've got a question later on which addresses potential salaries for, for transfer fee and their value and so on but I, th- I think we, we needed a squad we let three players that were key over the last two seasons to v- varying degrees go we need to replace them and we, we've got internationals in in their place um, yeah I think it's pros and cons I I think it was maybe a panic buy mm. late in the day when Isco deal fell through and other deals fell through yeah but Newcastle played about Everton coming and offered the money so we couldn't have got him any lower. Yeah. I think Levy was trying to play a game like he always does, getting cheaper. But he offers a different dynamic yeah. to the players we've got. He wanted players that are more direct, which Suzuko is. Yeah. Is this the, the fall of Levy's games? In the, like, Levy's paid uh, £30 million pounds for a 27-year-old. Is this the, the end of Levy's I, transfer? Yeah, I, I can't see us getting that money back. Oh, no. Like, you know, I mean, whereas... The chat, I was a bit upset about losing Chadley. I oh, will get on because we'll yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, sorry. So I've I read somewhere um, that if we sell Sissoko before in the five years, or it's five installments of thirty-two, it's five installments of six mil or whatever. Then we don't need to pay the full 
Price Twitter, yeah, because we're paying in six instalments or oh, five instalments yeah. is six million. But if we sell him before the instalments will pay, we don't have to. It's like a sofa, pay. like five yeah. <laughs> monthly instalments. It's ridiculous. Well, we got we got a striker from a midfielder from DFS. Um, Re- regarding logic, um, <laughs> just, just going, back to, going back to the question. Um, I guess I guess you know we needed someone pacey, um, someone who can actually come even as an impact sub come on when we've stretched teams in the last 20 minutes but we can't find a, you know a breakthrough and just just run just yeah. run at run at defence and get past and put ball in or get on the end of a cross or a header or whatever and he's got pace he's got energy you know so yeah I see where they're coming from that's where the logic comes from just don't agree with the price tag necessarily yeah I mean 30 mil is the new 15 isn't it like that, that's just the going rate but, for people it's all about trends and fashion as well because if people are saying that they'd rather have spent 40 million to get somebody you can't get in the Real Madrid side just because he's come from Real Madrid and he's a bit more famous yeah. then is that more logical than spending 30 million on somebody who is an international and had a great last tournament we, yeah. we're not going to be the yeah. first club or the last club to spend a bit more over the odds for a player that just had a good international tournament in the summer that's, I agree. But that's how it works I, I don't understand this is a silly question but if he's that good why were only Spurs and Everton involved in him why wasn't there someone bigger coming in and saying you know Sissoko's decent let's have an, yeah. like a PSG or a or you know just anyone really yeah, I guess I think midfield, like people sort your midfield out. United sorted their midfield out. And is he in the top 20 midfielders in Europe? Mm, probably probably not. not. But he's about our level, I think. And so, like, midfield's such a tight position where you need you need few players with lots of skills. And there's better players than him out there who are filling the midfield of Man United, of Real Madrid, of Man City. And that's, that's fine. Realistically, I, th- I think he could have gone to those. They, they just didn't choose him so they weren't willing to spend 30 million on a last minute signing well a few years ago I mean had anyone really heard of Fernando and Fernandinho when they went to Man City and now they, they play in their team but I don't really know why they're any better than this guy no, apart from the no. fact they get paid more at Man City but yeah. if we can get the same sort of quality and pay them less at Tottenham then yeah. that's good isn't it I are we, are we going to mention the fact uh, Sissoko mentioned on numerous occasions he'd like to join our... <laughs> but he, just, he, he, said, he said he'd love to join Arsenal I mean if I was a footballer who played for Newcastle I'd want to play for Arsenal I'd want to play at the Emirates on a carpet every other week and like I get it I, he doesn't say he's a fan he, he says he loves them but like I mean if someone's going to pay me 50 grand a week I'll tell them I love them as well you know? he wanted to leave and it was apparently Arsenal or after mm. so I don't know there, I mean I, so there's been more than one quote going over a period of like 18 months yeah. where I've seen four or five different quotes from him referencing oh, okay. Arsenal and his love for Arsenal yeah. and Patrick Vieira and the whole midfield yeah. and but that's like the, the African French thing I'm not I'm not like that, that's what that generation sees Arsenal as being after they had that I, d- I don't and stuff as yeah, well. it's, it's just uh, I don't care if he I, scores against Arsenal Dele Alli is a massive Liverpool fan like, I, I'm, I'm alright with it um, Simon Mitchell says there is finally a like for like Dembele replacement moreover a like for like for every position and options great window squad trimmed spent very little in the end must now kick on and ensure top four for next year it was raised that footballers need friends at a club before they move see that Wim Wilshere only going to Bournemouth because his mate Aphobia was there 
he calls him a rude word which we all agree with <laughs> so which six Spurs player would be best suited to replace the cast of hit 90s comedy friends amazing question right okay amazing. so let's go through one by one Rachel what's Rachel's characteristics I don't know friends that well oh, what's she like Moni I barely remember a bit, bit of a Moni bit ditzy spoil spoil ditzy who's a oh Mido Mido, oh, no, are we not doing oh, current players of all time? I'm doing players of all time. Mido was—he said he didn't have to play football. He's a son of a prince. He, he, so he's spoiled. He doesn't need to be clever. He's a bit ditzy. Or maybe but, Carl Walker. Well, I was thinking more Gillana because of the hair. <laughs> <laughs> the Rachel haircut was and was a thing do. in the nineties. And they are both very good-looking people. Or you could always see Gillana's yeah. nipples as well, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, who's the other girl? Monica. Organised Dyer yeah. Dyer I was thinking okay. Scotty Parker Like really Yeah yeah. She's a bit OCD A bit She's neurotic yeah. Oh that's, that's how I'd see Maybe Eric, Ericsson in that way I could see Ericsson being a bit OCD I think she was a chef as well though so. Oh right But I don't think I that don't helps. know how that helps <laughs> <laughs> Did, Didn't Laurie go on record saying that he he was good at cooking or was that you in one of your male or male fantasies you wanted him to cook you dinner <laughs> yeah, or something I'm getting confused uh, who's the other one what was the blonde one the stupid one Phoebe Phoebe now the stupid that's Carl Walker for me just she's just, a bit airy fairy isn't just she? a bit dumb yeah <laughs> yeah you know, in, a, in her own way yeah kooky kooky good at what she does but dumb to the rest of the world uh, Carl yeah. Walker uh, yeah yeah but possibly speaking the most sense if you listen oh, to what she's actually saying yeah a bit Harry Kane about her as well maybe Harry, Harry Kane. Kane I was going to say Harry <laughs> Kane <laughs> um, Ro- David Truman's Ross yeah. yes so Love Jewish Ross. I was going to say he <laughs> has some tantrums so I was going to say someone like Freund Stefan Freund oh yeah he used to throw like that's good Jinlers that I saw Jinler um Interview once and he was saying about Stefan Foyne, he used to just lose it in the yeah. room. So he also, he also became, by the end of it, a bit of a parody of himself. Yeah. So Gascoigne. Gascoigne, that's a, that's a good one. Joey. He's also Gascoigne, though. So. That could be Gascoigne he, or Holtby. He's, he's really lovable, though, isn't he? Yeah, Holtby is that for me. Just a bit yeah. of a cheeky chappy. Just rubbish. Just rubbish. Do we actually sell him or is he on loan? No, we sold him. He's, he he's no longer Spurs. I, he went on loan and we sold him and he sort of didn't do very well and then who's the last one Chandler Chandler he's a, he's a joker yeah the wisecracking sarcastic one Deli Ali oh yeah is he I'm not sure we've answered this question very thoroughly no, we should, <laughs> should have had more preparation for this <laughs> moving on <laughs> moving on <laughs> we've given it a good go Combat Johnny says when is Levy going to start acting sensibly in the transfer window Gareth you're pulling a face well I, I don't know what is what, what is, is sensible, sensible <laughs> in, in football is, is, is sensibly not spending any money is sensibly only spending on players that then turn out to be really good which of course you can't tell at the beginning I, I don't know I Mm. I reckon it was sensible up until about a week and a half ago where we we did solid business in Ranyama Janssen and we got rid of players who weren't necessarily going to be first team but then I just felt like we left it way too late in the last week and a half where we got rid of Bentelab on loan admittedly um, who else went Chadley and Mason, Mason. Yedling. Yedling as well Yedling. and Yedlin Yedling. Yeah. and we brought in one I mean it's trimming down the squad yes but yeah. it, the thing is, none of those players were going to play for us realistically. But they didn't last year. You look at Bentaleb didn't play at didn't all. Play. Mason did in and out, but then we got Wanyama. Yeah. 
I don't know why we've got rid of Mason and kept Carroll. I don't know why. I just don't think anyone wanted to buy him. Well, I suppose Mason is in that those two holding positions, and Carroll is seemingly in those front three midfield positions. Mason, when Mason was announced, I was in Edinburgh on Monday. Um, it felt like when we sold Dawson, we, it didn't have to happen. Like, it did have to happen, but it didn't have to, and we could have made it work. It feels like when you break up with a girl, you know it's bad for you. And, like, it, you feel like, oh, maybe we could make it work. Maybe we couldn't, but it, may, it hurts. At the a back end of last season, all anybody ever said when Mason was in the side was that he wasn't up to it. This is and true. he was a step down. He, he hadn't moved up from what he was the season before, where he actually made an impression. Yeah. And he looked like a drop in quality compared to who was first choice. So, if that is the case, What's what's the point in keeping him around? You might yeah. as well replace him with people that could be first choice if you already know that somebody isn't. It's fair. Airz23s underscore coffee sort of continuing that sort of question was how concerned are you that transfers going forward with the imminent departure of Mitchell are and Levy's continuation and Levy's continuation of his usual transfer negotiation techniques. What I like, sorry, is the power. It just seemed like just said this is my style this is how I'm going to play and we are buying within that we're not just buying Paulinho and Kirikos and Ericsson and Lamella we yeah. are buying into a plan that's what I really really like that's what I think the Sissoko thing was in that Pochettino said he wanted him yeah and so the manager has got to be given a bit of credit yeah. for, for earmarking out players and that's perhaps why it went down to the wire why it was so late and why it was so expensive because he was what he actually wanted mm. I'm just worried about his attitude. Sissoko. Mm. I'm just. I've heard this I, as well. Yeah, I just he didn't turn up last season. Like, yeah. Rarely. But is that and because Newcastle fans? Is that because it's a lot harder down at the bottom? You're not really motivated to do well when you're just like forget this. Mm. Like, this would have been taken into consideration. Like, yeah. And you hope. Rather, you hope. That's yeah. what I mean because it was so late. I'm just worried that it was. I was pleased the transfer went through actually because yeah. we did need an extra player. Yeah. If we just left it, I felt we would have definitely felt yeah. short. Well, I want to go on record by saying I don't know much about Sissoko and I'm, I'm not here banging the drum for him because I think he's brilliant or anything like that. I'm just saying that making the purchase, sh- we, we should reserve judgment on whether it's a good buy or not when we've actually seen him play for us <coughs> because there are. There's two different faces to him. One is, as you've alluded to, a guy that did very little week in, week out for a team that were terrible and got relegated. And there's the player that did shine in the the midfield alongside Kante and Pogba and Payet as a team went to the European Championship finals. He was man of the match in the final, yeah, yeah. So... Twist your mic. So there is... there's two different things that are there for consideration and we we hope we've paid 30 million for the latter I think I trust Poch actually I to be fair him. so that's what I'd leave going forward hopefully he will consult yeah I was gutted with Mitchell actually because it seemed like we had a good set up yeah we did a good back from set up and so there's, there's more going on there than MCI. yeah so. definitely Bolivia had trust issues with regarding his manager because he had worked with Harry, Harry Redknapp oh god yeah for a few years in the past who you know, would, would make buys for the sake of making buys some of them did pay off I've got to accept that but there's no doubt that paid money paid off for who? For, yeah <laughs> I mean, for some bloke yeah. with dark glasses and a brown paper bag but allegedly but 
at least now it does seem that the manager has got an idea he's got a, he's got a type and he knows how he wants to build his team to be competitive and and levy hopefully has got trust in the manager to do that and it's not just power games it's not just showing oh we can do this and do that but there's a a reason for why the money's been spent on who it's been spent on yeah arm of knee underscore schnur 98 <laughs> uh, says if you could choose would you rather pick silverware and glory but no top four finish or another top four finish getting into the Champions League and no silverware Silver, to me this is silverware silverware what League Cup no Ch- Champions League oh fine okay <laughs> oh yeah well, then we get the Champions League anyway so yeah. FA Cup and no top four or top four and no FA Cup and no Cup Gareth it's it's a really sad state of affairs but I would take top four and no FA Cup I, I, I don't want to have to say that but and it's not what I truly believe yeah, is yeah, the yeah. right answer either but hmm. it is the state of affairs now when, if, if we want to think about where we are in five years' time, a FA Cup win this season isn't going to mean yeah, yeah, yeah. anything to any of the players that we could potentially sign. But finishing in the top four will. It's just, that, that is just sadness for football. From a fan's point of view, yeah. to have a day at Wembley and win a, a ninth FA Cup would be great. It's in the cabinet forever. Fantastic. Yeah. But... Unfortunately, it's for Spurs at the moment. I don't think that is the most important thing. I so would agree. You agree? I would take an FA Cup and being relegated. I would. I would. I'd, I'd rather have the memories. I'd rather I, the, the transfer deadline. The memories have been relegated. <laughs> I just made me hate football. It really made me hate football. It made me hate players. It made me hate commercialism and agents and news outlets and Twitter and people. I just hate. But, in the, when the whistle's gone, that's what I love to remember and love to see, and that's winning cups. But, but going to a cup final doesn't, I, I don't think, will balance off the pain of going every week to watch your team get beaten. No, I, yeah. I, well, I mean, it, relegated it's, strong. That's relegated strong. strong, and it's fairly black and white. It, it's an emotive thing. I mean, Leicester, for example, this season, if they finish 16th, they won't really care because. <laughs> Look, they had a season for the ages. Nobody can take it away from them. And they're on a fantastic adventure this season. You know, they are happy. Tottenham are in a situation where they didn't really achieve what they could have done last yeah. season. They, they missed an opportunity, even though they've done something they've been trying to crack for the last X number of seasons. Yeah. So for us, we've still got to move on and, and do it again and show that we can replicate it. And I don't think winning the FA Cup would be a substantial enough return yeah. on the emotional and financial investment that everyone's putting into this is true. To Tottenham being where we believe they should be and I think that's the thing is are we satisfying our beliefs of where we should be our expectations or flatline there's a cup there our name will be on the cup forever we've got a trophy cabinet we can put it up on the new stadium to 2017 FA Cup winners that's the bit for me like We'll get on to the Champions League draw, but I'm so nonplussed about the Champions League draw. I know we get loads of money if we get out of the group stage and make loads of money, but I'd, I'd said it before, I'd rather lose all six games to Barcelona, Real Madrid and Juventus than... That's a small club mentality. I know, that, that's I what know, I know. hands of Rostock or Astana would I have know, as an attitude. Our attitude has to be, 
we're we're in this, and we don't really care who we get. But if we get a pretty nondescript but winnable draw, we should take it because roll on and win the group and be in the next round. And that should be our attitude. Well, yeah, I, I agree with this. I've said uh, I've, oh, no. we've, we've had this conversation as well. Um, whatever draw we have, if it's an easy draw, then good for us. Get get out, and you probably meet you probably meet like an Atletico or a Juve or a. Yeah, or a decent true. team in the last 16 where so what our last Champions League what's the first thing you remember probably Inter one of the Inter games Inter in, inter, lose, at, inter at home Inter at home mm. and losing to Inter like like losing was still one of the glorious things we don't remember anything about the Verda games because no one gives a shit about it right it, it, no one cares about it it was better for Tottenham Hotspur PLC but I don't the only thing I've got in them is an emotional investment so I've got to look at it from my perspective and I just want to see him lift a I want to see Kane lift a trophy I don't want to see him he's not going to lift a trophy but, if he's got Barster and yeah exactly. in, in, in the first I'm talking now about the FA Cup <laughs> thing but you're right but I'd rather see him play at the new Camp and have, a, have an amazing game which we'll remember rather than going to Moscow and going to Bayer Leverkusen and going we scraped a 2-1 we beat Monaco 1-0 I'm, and I'm calling it we're yeah. going to get Barster in the last 16 okay Fine. Um, we'll end second, or they'll end second. We'll finish second. I, I, I just think we've got to think bigger than that, because Barcelona and Bayern aren't sitting there thinking, "Oh, I really wish we'd got Atletico Madrid or Borussia Dortmund or whichever team they're allowed to in, in the draw," because we really want to have big matches. They're, they're not thinking that. They're thinking we're big enough. We want to have some minnows that we can give a battering to. We're not like. Yeah, I, I, know, I, I, understand. I, know, I know what you're saying. You're, you're saying we should kind of know our place. And, and I think we do. Yeah. But at the same time, what is the point of having memorable matches in big stadiums when we've got pumped and finished bottom of the group? I I mean, like, no one's remembered that Real Madrid game, right? Like both Real no, Madrid games. Exactly. No, I exactly. Know, I, I mean, I that, that's, and that's what happened. And that will happen possibly at some point. But let's at least get to it. Let's not, yeah. let's not have it in the group stage. Let's not have. Arsenal finally winning a group for the first time in God knows when <laughs> yeah. at the same season when we get dumped out after no, six matches especially after what like going through ahead of them last se- like last time in the Champions League yeah. and all this sort of stuff I get you're, it. you're one of the last of the great romantics mate but yeah, I, and I recognise that <laughs> I'd love to put the cup question to the players that would be an interesting one so that's a really good point because I don't I think Loris would have gone if we won the FA Cup and not got Champions League Question marks yeah, there. Some okay. players like I need to play in the Champions League. But we got Suzuku. Yeah, it's a really good yeah, point. You'd like to think that a seasons-long endeavour of winning a place in the Champions League is what attracts those players. If we'd have finished eighth and won the FA Cup, that's not that isn't our oh, come and play for this year's cup winners. Yeah. You, you, that isn't what well, does I'd love it to anymore. win the cup. Don't get me wrong. Of I just think it would just help us and... build a better team to win yeah. cup and get top four in the 60s you could sign people on the back of being the FA Cup winners but yeah, not anymore you can't now Keskakun says it feels natural to talk about the transfer window and since this window has been sort of uh, decent <laughs> signings in no large losses out so what are the best worst transfer windows you can remember to put this into perspective so Gareth I'm going to give you the worst the worst because you've got a better memory than all of us I remember my first London, my first year in London was, or no, one of my first years. The first transfer window I can remember staying up for was the Berbatov, Willie or Wonhi. Berbatov won when he left. 
It was devastating. That's, that's horrible, that isn't it? That was devastating because there was that picture of the top of his head in Old Trafford with the back of Fergie's head. Do you remember that picture? Yeah. I thought, I've, it's, it's on the internet somewhere where someone uh, someone had papped it and he was there and then we all... And that was like when um, the transfer window went to midnight, not 11 o'clock or whenever it finished now. That was truly depressing, that one. And we left ourselves shockingly short up front. Really? But, oh, we got Fraser Campbell on loan, <laughs> which was fantastic. <laughs> I remember... Obviously, that weird window where we, we got the Magnificent Seven in after we sold Bale, that was like losing to Arsenal 1-0, selling Bale, like they just laughed at us and then we bought these players. There was a, I think there was a day when we announced free signings in Lamella, one day. Ericsson, Kirikos, yeah. yeah. That but, was nice. That was nice, yeah. The thing is, though, is, is only to... You, you look back retrospectively on these and you can judge that because that now... See, Everyone's saying, oh, that was a failure. Yeah. Only two of the players are still there. But I still think that at the time, that was good business. Yeah, yeah. Because, and we discussed it in the pod, we had to replace Gareth Bale and we weren't ever going to replace his productivity with one player. No. We weren't even going to do it with two. We needed to get multiple players in to make the same sort of contribution that he was doing. And to all intents and purposes, we went out and tried to do that. And no club ever buys seven players and it all hits, but you've got to give yourself a chance. And I think mm. for the first time, that actually was the right way to go about it because on another year, we might have bought one player and had 90 million burning our pocket, no Champions League football to dangle as a carrot to anyone, and the opportunity goes. We'd have had to change our wage structure as well. If we'd gone for a bigger player, <coughs> like someone like Royce or something like that, You'd have to have broken our wage structure to get yeah. him in, and then that would just he wouldn't leave. Maybe he wouldn't have done it. No, wow. and then it, it sets you spiralling out of control, really. Last season, so we bought in Trippier, Vimmer, Alderweireld, and G Son, Shiloh, Tracy, and we got rid of Paulinho, Holtby, Friedel, Jordan Archer, Chebalos, Bongali, Kumalo, Alexander McQueen, Kapu, Kabul, Stambouli, Ryan Fredericks, Grant Hall, Kirikes, Soldado, Aaron Lennon, Kenny McAvoy, Shaquille Coolfirst, Andros Townsend. And Valkovic. That's a huge amount. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a clear out. It just keeps on going. The season before, Ben Davis came in with Vorm, Dyer, Yedlin, Fazio, Stambouli, and Deli Ali. We got rid of Gomez, Livermore, Sigurdsson, Falke, Dawson, Zeki Friars, Obika, Sandro, um, who else is worth talking about? Carl Norton and Benny Asuicotto. It just goes on. We just get rid of so many more players. So we brought in Polino, Chadli, Soldado, Capu, Eriksson, Lamella, Kirikes. Got rid of Bentley, Jack Munns, Bostock, Gallas, Corker, Huddleston, Dempsey, Parker, Bale, Longo, Dawkins. The squad was huge. Yeah, the really ridiculous. But it's also distorted there because the players you bring in are supposedly to go into your first team squad. The yeah. players that go out are part of your development squad as true. well. So half of them are players that went out because they didn't necessarily have a future in, in the first team squad either. You're right. Can I say, 0-9-10, Carl Norton, Carl Walker, Peter Crouch, Basson, Cranchar, Kabul. Decent, I think. Like, Apart from Carl Norton. Carl, I didn't mind Norton, he wasn't as bad. As I can't remember the whole window, but the, the day we got Van der Vaart. Oh, yeah. amazing. I was, uh, oh, I lost that was 10 so I lost it. So that, that was 10-11, yeah. so that was Sandro, Gallas, Van der Vaart, Bongali Kumalo and Stephen Pienaar. And we, the only player we got rid of was Adel Tarat. That This is why I think Isco would have been that... Impact signing where it's exciting, it, it? exciting. Like when we signed Van der Vaart, it's like bloody hell, and, and for eight million, and for eight million. I mean, it, obviously, Isco would be 
four yeah. times more than that or five times even but it's just that impact sign-in something to give everyone a lift but, but we are remembering as well that Van der Vaart came in and he was a really enigmatic player who couldn't get a game properly at, yeah. at Real Madrid and had irritated a few people in the Dutch setup. But he came in and he really did a job for us. And that, that's why we remember it as a good signing. Yeah. Because he did a job. Straight away. He's a touch yeah. of class. So he had a touch of, yeah. He never... Yeah. So, all I'm saying is judge the guys who are coming in on what, what they, they actually do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... There could be these cult heroes just waiting to come out that everybody loves at, at Tottenham. There could be a couple in those signings we've made. You never know. I think he was just high profile. He was. He was yeah. already at the top, so it was just been. Yeah, I think that's what it is. The higher profile. So Isco is over. You've got the Champions League experience as well. When we we're going into it, it was just. And that's what Isco would have bought as well. Isco would have had that Champions League experience. He's won it twice. You know. Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. You are right. Dan Arlington says, with the transfer window closed, how do you feel deadline day was a Spurs fan? So, marks out of 10 quickly? Uh, six. Seven. Deadline day or the window? The transfer window. I, I think it's seven and a half. Yeah, yeah I'll go with okay. that. Uh, how would you rate our overall business with regard to the ins, the outs and numbers and loans, both in and out? We talked about that. How do the deals look with regard to the way that the club treats young talent and academy products? It feels like there's a lot of Focus on them. Yeah, Winks so, is in there definitely. Winks is in there. Carvickers, Edwards as well. Marcus, yeah. So um, yeah, so they'll be getting game time. What level of influence do current players have over our transfer policy? That's interesting, isn't it? Well, we I I I read something where Sissoko had a word with Hugo uh, regarding signing. Hello, yeah. Hugo. I have got much more to tear down. <laughs> <laughs> the attitude thing might actually help having Hugo there. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that's his captain yeah, now. Exactly. Yeah. That's cool. Club and country. Yeah. Yeah. What can Sissoko do to make us forget the Guna praise? Score a hat trick against him. Break <laughs> Wilshire's leg when we play Bournemouth next. That's, you know, that's all I've ever wanted. And, b- and burn Emirates down. Burn the Emirates down. What I wanted is to see who did it? Was it Soonis when he went when he played for was it Fedabachi? He was managing Galatasaray. <laughs> he got the flag. He got the flag <laughs> of he so he played away for Fenerbahce. The thing was for Galatasaray. Galatasaray at flag, Fenerbahce. Yeah. He put the Galatasaray flag in the centre circle of the yeah. Fenerbahce Stadium. Amazing. Well, um, yeah. I mean, the deaths that then occurred probably in the stands from the rampaging yeah. rioters. I mean, was probably the downside. I mean, I'm in danger of making sweeping statements <laughs> about, about Turks. So, it's um, just banter. <laughs> <laughs> Did we talk about the uh, Romanian fans against Man City with the greatest bit of banter ever? Yeah. Did we talk about that? We did. Oh, you see that? No. You know, City played Star Bucharest away. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they had a, a TIFO. It wasn't a TIFO because that's one big thing. They had the, the thing where you hold the cards up across and it, it spelled out. It was yeah, meant sort to, of a mosaic thing. Yeah, yeah, it was meant to spell Star Bucharest. And the, the owner of Star um, told the company he was going to do it. And two guys turned up, said they were the experts. They were Dinamo Bucharest fans. So when they raised it, it said only Dinamo Bucharest. It was, <laughs> it was amazing banter. Um, that's good. Boys Gotta Eat says, now the date has been announced, are you looking forward to seeing our future prospects getting a run against Gillingham in the EFL Cup at the Lane? He's still trying to get a ticket to this. He's got his Champions League group stage tickets already and he wants to go back to the Lane while he still can. He doesn't have enough loyalty points to get a look in on Premier League games, but he's still trying. Uh, I can help if you've got, I've got three memberships with loads of loyalty points and I'm not, I can't afford to go this season because I'm saving for a baby. Um, 
I love watching the kids play football. I love watching our academy prospects. Like I really love seeing kids who are Tottenham through and through who play. I, I want to see Marcus Edwards get a full game. Yeah. So I, I, I do. Can't do we wait. still have that guy who went out alone to Rangers and came back? Nathan. A doer. Yeah, I think he's with him? us, isn't he? Let me check. I think I saw him in the development squad today. Yeah, when I was sure having a look at it. He's but undoubtedly, the the EFL Cup is the opportunity to to give these guys a run out now because they don't have the same luxury with the European games to to do that now. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, it's always a funny thing, and you get into the Europa League, and then you see it as an opportunity to play. He's on loan at here, bro. Well, yeah, the, Harry Winks as well. Same mix of obviously the boy, the first team with some of the uh, yeah. squad players. We really yeah, reckon stick Carroll on as well. Yeah, go. Oh, Janssen up there. I like. I'd like to have a couple of first teams. Oh yeah, yeah. Kudu. We can't just have. Including we'll probably get a good game. Well, you need some of the first teamers that perhaps aren't firing to get in there and just get amongst Play it, a get a bit football, of game yeah. time. Uh, it's perfect for Chadley. I'm sort of missing him already. <laughs> oh, no. And Mason. And Mason. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, London Man 007 Bond another friend of the show says we've had worse transfer windows and we've had better but we can only give a proper judgement in the next few months got to give a boys chance to prove themselves so 100%, yeah, yeah. 100%. Gareth and, uh, I think Sun is included in that as well because there was talk about him getting yeah wasn't it 25 mil or something to Wolfsburg yeah. yeah I'm glad we kept him um, yeah. he hasn't so, been given a chance has he really thoughts on the Champions League draw so oh, yeah. um, at home oh home I say with inverted commas, we we can probably beat them all. Um, we that's all we got to do. Isn't it? Spank Monaco. Yep. Four one. They've just beaten year. PSG three one. Yeah. A PSG Did with you? David Luiz. That's, that's why. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the funniest transfer ever. We well, gave Chelsea. away a penalty, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. The timing he, of the games is good as well. So Moscow, we're going to Moscow in September, early, right? Rather than going November December yeah. when it's ice, you know, snow. I like I, I like the draw. Um, I feel like we we are evenly matched with all three of the of the teams. Um, Bayern Leverkusen, I think, will be our biggest threat. You reckon? Yeah. I reckon Moscow is just because they'll be they'll be a bit like a. They still have all their random Brazilians. Well, they lost Musa, didn't they? Musa. Oh, Armand Musa. He went to Leicester, and he was obviously the big goal threat up front. Mm. So I don't know. I haven't seen if they've replaced him. No, because they've been in Man City's group recently, haven't they? Yeah, it doesn't fill me with excitement again. And Monaco knocked Arsenal out. It just we've opened the stadium, ninety thousand stadium to all fans, and suddenly we get Monaco by Leverkusen and Muscat. It just it's just saving it for the quarters. Saving it for the quarters. We want to repeat ourselves. I know, I, think, I know, I know. I think I know, we've I know, already done this and not in the one yeah. which we didn't record. Oh, this but, is true. But we, we've done this. We've done this. Yeah, we've yeah. got to be happy with a draw that is very winnable. Yes. Yeah. You go into any games? Yeah, I've bought one of those season tickets. Have you? Yeah. I've, I've, I've sold mine. I know, I didn't tell you. Whoa. All, we'll all, talk about it later. It was, it was 464 quid back, basically, which is a lot of money for three. I had three tickets in Club Wembley. Yeah. I just... I mean, well... I'm saving. You're only one person. You can bought three tickets. Yeah, but it was easier <laughs> to sell them all together rather than lots of bits. And I can like there's loads available for Monaco anyway. There's so basically, you're, Monaco, you're, you're touting now. That's what you're I, saying. I didn't. That's make what it. you're revealing <laughs> on the top. Of I did not make any money. I did face value, including booking fee. <laughs> booking fee was fourteen quid. Yeah, yeah I, I got a little bit stitched up because I was in the system right from when it opened at ten oh, a.m. Yeah. 
and you know that little blue circle moving around and it's saying don't you dare move away otherwise you're going to regret it yeah and went through to put in through my actual bank details and then the whole thing crashed oh, yeah. emailed some nice lady at the ticket office nice well because she came back to me <laughs> yes. more than what some do and the transaction hadn't happened but that was I was in like the 80 pound zone or something like that for all three yeah yeah when I went back in it 120 quid yeah, or whatever yeah. it is but I still think it's a pretty good oh, it's an amazing deal, deal. I mean, even at 150 quid for Club Wembley yeah. is amazing um Whiskey Victor, penultimate question says, for 27 million, we could pay two squads 100k a week each. So if we didn't have Sissoko, we could give Ericsson a bucket load more money, Deli Ali, to secure him. Does that affect my perspective of Levy? I mean, no. No. Because if you think about how much wages we've freed up with Chadley and Mason and Bentley, it's all, it's all relative, isn't it? Yeah. I'd like to think the books are being balanced. I think that's what Levy does. And sometimes he's going to infuriate us and sometimes he's going to surprise us in a nice way. But when it comes down to it, it is a well-run football club, so which right. is managing to achieve some sort of success on the field as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. without just uh, freewheeling in mid-table. So I guess we've got to be grateful for that at the moment. Final question. Do we have a stronger Champions League squad than last time? I believe we do. Squad-wise, I believe we do. Yeah. First eleven, I think... Wow, first eleven, I'd take our team right now. I think first eleven, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, so let's, oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, I don't know. Let's do it. Gomez, Asuicotto, Dawson, King, uh, Walker, maybe Choluca. You had Sandro, Modric, Bale, Van der Vaart, Lennon, Defoe. Crouch. And then you had Palacios, Crouch, oh, Janus, Pina. And now Cranchar, I love Cranchar, Choluca. That's a good squad, right? There's, I, there's I, individuals I, that get into yeah. this current side, but I think the squad is better. I mean, the back five straight away. Yeah, he's, he's as soon much as you read better. that team out, I was just like, yeah, we are strong at the back, aren't we? Yeah. Strong at the back, I'm not sure. Bale's Bale. Midfield. Bale's bail. Defoe, I'd take Kane over Defoe. Well, Defoe at that point, though, was to bang him. But, the, I mean, didn't score 31 goals in the season. No. Um, Van der Vaart didn't run. I always hated how he didn't run. And we've got far more industrious players now. He I always scored against Arsenal, though. And he, 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 he always turned up for the big games. He did. He did. So did Chadley. But he'd be one that would definitely <laughs> on, get... On the bus. He'd, he'd, get in, he'd get in the squad. I mean, there's no doubt about it. You, you'd Rafa. want that kind of big name experience in there, but... If you're telling me that the way we sit now that I'd rather have Palacios in my team than Eric Dyer, then yeah. that's a definite no. That's, that's bants. That's pure bants. It <laughs> is, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, let's go for the quiz. How many are you doing? Uh, let's do three. And that's, go on. Straight in. Oh, all right then. Uh, which Spurs player had the worst disciplinary record in 2005-2006 Premiership season? The worst. David. Yes. Oh. Oh. Uh, which defender made the 600th senior appearance of his club career in the match against the Arsenal on the 29th of April 1995? Uh, Sorry, which defender Gary made the 600th senior appearance of his career, club career in the match against Arsenal on the 29th of April 1995? Justin Edinburgh? No, CC. Colin Calderwood. Colin Calderwood. Blimey. <laughs> 600 appearances. Where's he now? Is he manager of Nottingham Forest or something? Gillingham, like isn't he? Is, is that it Gillingham? Gillingham? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is he coming back? Coming yeah. back for the EFL Cup? It's, it's like I went, when I went down to um, Spurs Stevenage at the beginning of last season, that was Teddy showing him his first game, first oh. management game in charge. 
Sorry. Should I do one? Yeah. If Spurs yeah. are playing against the Glovers, which club would they be playing? The Glovers. Oh, he's assistant manager at Brighton and Hove Albion called them. Ah. Oh. Uh, the Glovers. Glovers. No idea. Yeovil. Oh. oh. Sorry, that's 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 could have had a few guesses at that. Yeah, yeah. Glovers. Six fingered glovers from Yeovil. <laughs> Against which club did Clive Allen score a hat-trick in a League Cup fifth-round replay in the 86-87 season? <laughs> <laughs> I should know this. I think Nico Klassen scored a goal in that game as well. QPR. Start Bright- of our Brighton. Oh, we're all going to love this. It's West Ham. Oh, which, can, we, can we just have a little chat about West Ham and then... Go on. And their lovely new stadium, which now they all hate because they lost the game at it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so far away as well. Like they are so far away from the pitch. Um, but this was this was known. Yeah, yeah. It's only because they lost the game there that now all of a sudden, oh, it's the stadium's full. Yeah. And all this moaning about twenty thousand not real fans turn up. If they mean not real because they pay for tickets, pay for concessions sit there cheer for the team without smashing up the local area <laughs> yeah. then I'm sure they're very welcome <laughs> yeah. and it's these real fans yeah. that can piss off back to the bowling ground or whatever it's called now the, anyway when was it the bowling ground anyway it was always Upton Park until last season what is the bowling ground thing well it's one of these and bowling yeah but this was the thing they, they like re they reclaimed the name, the bowling ground, after it being Upton Park for years and years and years. And, oh, oh, I hate them. Just hate sick them. of me. I, I really, really hope that Spurs do not descend into this whole, oh, it's the last match on a Tuesday against opposition in red at White Hart Lane this yeah. week. Because that will really irritate me because I enjoyed slagging off West Ham a lot about it last season. Well, when they had their last game of the season, oh, it wasn't because it was Man yeah, United. Every, every <laughs> week it was the last game of... The bowling grounds. And I was, oh, got on my tits. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Which club is Spurs defeat in the UEFA Cup semi-final in 72? I think they played Wolves in one of them. Mm, but that wasn't 72 though, I don't think, was it? Wasn't that in one of the more famous ones? I don't know. Uh, Munch and Gladbach. No. No idea. Oh, no, Wolves was the final, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Madrid, Atletico Madrid. No, that was a final. Kaiserslautern. No, AC Milan. Ah. Um, against which London club did John Pratt make his debut for Tottenham Hotspur? Charlton. No. <coughs> Millwall. No. <coughs> Palace. The Ar- No. Arsenal. Oh, scum. Sabiman scum. <laughs> Oh, what was the first trophy John Pratt won? Oh. <laughs> uh, cup Winners' Cup. No. No. Char- Charity Shield. Oh. No. League Cup. No, Europa. Europa Cup. Ah. Oh. Well, I did win the League Cup in two games. Sorry, really. What man? Oh, right. Sorry, my question. <laughs> uh, which club... Did Tottenham Hotspur lose 2-1 at home to and then beat 4-3 away only four days later during October 2004? Wimbledon. Yeah. I'm going to go... We didn't lose to Wimbledon. We didn't lose to them. It was a Carling Cup game. Villa. Norwich. 
Chelsea. Leicester. No. Who is it? It's Bolton Wanderers. Oh, I didn't know that. Come on, that's last question. We haven't known much today, have we? Actually? No, no, not at all. <laughs> right, well, scraping the bottom of the barrel here, but um, which Scottish club did Spurs play in a pre-season friendly prior to the 2002-2003 season? Hearts. No. Kilmarnock? No. <laughs> Rangers. Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to do this one. So one of the, the categories on these is rules of the game. Oh. Can a goalkeeper take a penalty kick? Yes. Yes, yes he is a player within the team. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. That's all right, man. This is a true and false one, though. In national A team matches, and with respect to law free <laughs> numbers of players, up to the maximum of six sub- substitutes can be used. False. In a national eighteen match. National. Can we do it? In national eighteen matches. Yeah. With respect to law free number number of players, up to a maximum of six subs may be used. Right. E- no. False. False. True. Ah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's nothing like finishing on a high. Yeah, yeah. That was nothing. The like final thing is the prediction high. league. So oh, yeah. we had Liverpool versus Tottenham. Uh, the actual result was one-one. Uh, it's annoying now because the, the people who didn't, we're going to have to change the rule about the people who didn't guess is going to be nil-nils rather than one-ones because they keep on winning. Um, <laughs> but right now, basically at the moment, Jay is at the top and he's made one prediction. So that, but you're second, Abbas. Which is doing my nutting. No, yeah, I I've know, got I two know points. You've got nine points. Dan, oh, you're not even on it. You don't even make predictions. My first one of the season. Yeah, well, you can. You and Holiday Dan can get together. Um, so I predicted two one to Liverpool, and it's come back to bite me because that's not what happened. Um, the only people who got it right were the people you guessed one one, but you didn't. You didn't guess, so no one got it right. This well, week, hang on. If they don't guess, why did why do you give them any points? Because otherwise we just end up with people who don't... Yeah, I, I don't know, stupid idea. Right, we've got Slovakia versus England. I, th- I think... Sorry, going back to that, you ought to do it... You know when a, a club, they uh, they have a match forfeited and it's yeah, like a 3-0 three three nil nil. home win yeah, or, yeah. or home defeat. Oh. You ought to do that instead. So I was speaking to a mate of mine who's, who's in Edinburgh. You will absolutely love this. This is you too. Because do you still do your darts tournament? Yes. Do you still do the book for your darts tournament? Uh, I'm looking for a new way of Can you publishing it. Describe your book. Well, what I do to cut a long, tedious story short is I host a few darts tournaments across the year for my mates, and this has been going on well originally since the early '90s, but more recently, a proper yeah. formulaic tour has been on since 2010 with five tournaments every year and I keep all the stats and then I put all the stats together in an encyclopedia which I then put on a self-publishing website so if anybody wants to buy one like seven people then they can just order one and it gets printed and they have it it's, it's dart by dart stats it is it? it is and it's all got the match reviews and player profiles and all sorts of hilarious bants the only problem was that each year it just got bigger because I was adding yeah, yeah, this yeah. year's data to it. So Amazing. it was this year's reviews and so on. So I've had a bit of a hiatus the last couple of years because I've been looking into a way of restructuring the encyclopedia so it doesn't just get bigger because bigger means it costs more to produce every year. Smaller font. Yeah, but then it's <laughs> getting ridiculous. Yeah. So, so uh, I want to I restructure it. But the other reason, it is a bit of a labour of love. 
and oh, yeah. it I takes understand. a bit of time to pull together. Well, this fella's uncle, what he used to do was he took, but this is before the internet, so in the 90s, he took um, eight, he took, a, how many was it? So it was four leagues of eight. So he took eight teams from the top four leagues in England, mixed up the teams and made four leagues of eight with mixed teams from the top four leagues in, in England. And then so what he would do is take, so say Arsenal were playing Barnsley, he would take Arsenal scores. So say Arsenal playing Spurs and they won oh. 3-1. They would take three goals for Arsenal. Barnsley won 4-0. Yeah. It would be Arsenal 3, Barnsley 4. And he would have full-on leagues throughout the season. And then they would move in between leagues and get relegated based on that. I think that's brilliant. But why? He just loved <laughs> I mean, that data is, and that stats. Is, that is good. It's good fun. It is good fun. So can I have your predictions, <laughs> Gareth, for Slovakia versus England? Where are you on here? Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't take too much time. I've got a very Sam Allardyce nil nil. Oh, mate. Uh, Abbas, your predictions for Slovakia versus England? 3 uh, 0 England. Oh, three. It's a board, Abbas. I'm going to go 2 0. You're going to go 2 0. I mean, England are good at qualifying for tournaments. There's no doubt about it. I'm going to go 2 0. We've well. lost a qualifier for ages, have we? We're going to go for our guest game. We always have a guest game. No Spurs game. So, our guest game. Yep. Is South Park versus Dorking Wanderers? It's quite, sounds quite local to me. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go two one to South Park. Who's home? Uh, South Park. South Park. Yeah. Uh, Dan, I'm going to go three one away win. Three one to Dorking Wanderers. It's going to say exactly the same thing. Fine, it's in Can there. I still do that? Yeah, I'm going to go two 0 to the mighty South Park. Uh, gents, that's anything more. No, I think that's a fairly thorough analysis of done quite a lot. the last few days. We've done it six times as what well. What are you looking at? Um, so I'm just on Facebook at the moment, and Unilad are opening the original Pokemon booster packs. Uh, <laughs> what way is it in there? <laughs> Still watching. Uh, Gareth, thank you very much. And You're I mean, welcome. It's a week till the, your first born. Scheduled, yes. Scheduled, good luck with that. Thank you very much. Uh, indeed. Indeed. I'm very happy. Dan, as always, it's a pleasure. Abbas, if you can drag your way, what, what, what's the opening now? I don't know, it's, it, it, it's a new pack. What colour is it? Um, looks like a fossil pack. I reckon, I reckon uh. we should end it now. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. I've been here, Stephen. Don't forget, the future's bright, the future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs. What's he got? Magma. Aussies knees have gone all trembly And a Tim requires assembly Danny Montlower Local boy Ledley King Greaves he's scoring everything Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle Lee Young-Kyo Casey Keller, USA Woodgate is not fit to play Tramatini, Kudachini Freddie Canute Gary Mabbitt in Chilin Sergi Redwell for the win Run for me, Nick on me, 4-3 Stout Terry Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I go to White Hart Lane 
Lineker playing fair, Modric here there everywhere, Pat Jennings luscious hair, Super Vertonghen, Kavliachenko number 9, Naeem from the halfway line, Villa's running 81, under Twin Towers. Harry Redknapp steals on wheels Legend Steve Perryman MBE Hugo Loris clean sheet the Ball of Stefan Dalmatti I'm playing out white I'll play Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won in 1961 Aaron Lennon's line green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and Wheel knew his passport said Spain Berbatov turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley we lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's got me raised Chirpy the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway. Carol Pumbling the same. Clattenburg doesn't give the goal. Abizela's work of art. Tricky Rafa van der Vaart. He's got no head, we don't care. Martin, Martin, yo. Lily White's from White Hart Lane. Red so Ziegler sounded just like Ziegler. Getting to the grounds of pain. Getting nasty blisters down the seven sisters. Teddy and to equalise. Ginger Pele in disguise. He will speak of the technique that Jason Dozel act. Jamie Redknapp on TV. We love Alan Mullery. Raziak, don't come back. Andersimovic. Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardwister's distribution Jermaine Defoe He's Cisco These linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Zakora And we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright but it makes me sad The Steagle was so bad Robbie Keane In the box Edgar Davids Dreadlocks Palacios Stripey socks Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay picking fights European glory nights Terry Dyson go on my son Cliff Jones on the wing Dean Richards, John White Legendary Lily White How dare I forget Two dare is to do Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Alan Gilsey. Lily White from White Hart Lane, Kazuyuki Toda, Bentley's free kick over, we treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your ass. Liam Walker's page to go, Gus Poirier, free kick Gomez made super saves, he can shake my wife. Edrington loved the cookies Andy Reid loved the cookies Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game Heroes in blue and white When I feel depressed in Coccinola undressed Boring won't give up the fight Bullfox never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot ABB's deep squat David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision Howard Webb's bad decisions Raman Vega playing Sega Sandro's kung fu kick 
Eric Torsten looking swell Aspen Boston Leonard and Smith and Shepard bound to score Give me more and more and more Our heroes in white and blue We like to win style We've done it for a while It's better to rain very high Then our football story Will echo with glory Lily White and White are made if the budget allows, the anchor will be ours. Thanks, Dave Hanson, 44. If he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer. Heroes in white and blue. This one's for Billy Nick, his football did the trick. He showed the world what's best to do. The Leading Cup we won in 1961. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Tears and pain, I get to White Hot Lane Heroes in white and blue We like to win in style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim, play high Then our football story will echo with glory